drop. We've been to the future. There we go. We've been all around the afterlife. And you know, get your VCR. Okay. Don't just giggle at your own notes. <laughs> I wrote that down too. <laughs> don't be so ga- don't be so gauche. <laughs> what are you looking for? What? I feel like this is um, quite here. In the headphones? Yeah. Now all we can say is Right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah. <clears throat> I feel like I, I can hear myself fine and everyone else. Okay, so great. <laughs> Welcome to We Do Keanu. Yes. Station. <laughs> Station. Uh, I... We uh well okay. we do Keanu. Do we need to start over? <laughs> let's yeah let's no. Uh, we do Keanu. This is a podcast where we're celebrating Keanu Reeves' filmography by going through each one in chronological order. Oh god! And talking about them and I guess reviewing them a little bit. A little bit. You can't help it because there's some real garbage in here. Yeah. Uh, I'm one of host. I am other of host. And I am Dylan Haas. And I am Brett Battostain. Hooray. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> Solid start. Nailed it. Boom. Right out of the gate. Swish. Def- uh, this this episode run. in particular is obviously going down in history as one of the greatest <laughs> podcasts ever recorded. Already. And I, I think, think we know that. Path, yeah. yeah. So Already. from here on out, it's gravy. <laughs> um, last week, we talked with our oh, friend Koji yes, Krill yes, about yes. the seminal, amazing action flick speed. Fuck yeah. We all loved it. Fuck yeah. Dude. Maybe me more than... Me well, yeah, definitely more you, than you Dylan. You made that ridiculous ca- comment at the very end, which we Shut don't need to bring fuck up. up. We don't need to bring that up. <laughs> Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> Um, today we are in for a real treat. Oh boy! Because oh boy, we are talking about 1995's cyberpunk. Oh, fuck you, Philip K. <laughs> Philip K. Dick esque. type, yeah, esque <laughs> uh, film. We have to. It is a film. <laughs> <laughs> it was filmed on film. Yes, Johnny Mnemonic. And to do that, we have a very special guest. Whose birthday? Today is his birthday. Today is your birthday. Day of birth. Yes. Happy birthday, Happy man! Birthday I guess you did tell me that. Happy birthday to Cody Connolly. Cody, yeah. coming in. Thirty-one. 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 Okay. Happy birthday. I was about to ask what. what, what Same. What? Cool. Yeah. Good, well, what good better stuff. way to celebrate than to talk about Johnny Newman? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you just watched it this morning. I did. That was your birthday gift <laughs> to yourself. <laughs> Woke up, I was like, I need some bacon, I need a beer, and I need to watch Keanu. <laughs> I need some Johnny Mnemonic. <laughs> well, yeah, you need to inject it right into your into your brain port, <laughs> into, into your the brain database. Three millimeter back port in your side of your yeah. noggin. Maybe this will be my birthday tradition from here on out. Oh, pl- That's please. actually a really good <laughs> idea. Please. Oh, my God. You have to now. It's in writing. At least from now until Ice Cube melts. Yeah. Ice tea, right? Ice, ice tea. tea melts. Although Ice Cube also would have been great in this movie. <laughs> either, honestly, either or of the ices. Honestly, Vanilla Ice. Oh, we're like <laughs> Vanilla. I'm surprised Vanilla Ice isn't in this movie. Frankly. All three of them in that yeah. in that like uh, in that Holy Grail like yes. three headed person. Oh yeah, yeah. Costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What the fuck is this movie, um, you guys? Well, before we get into Johnny Mnemonic, okay. Cody, can you tell okay, us yeah. kind of like what your 
feelings about Keanu Reeves are at just in general? Like, what do you think? Face of value? Um, face value, I'm a average fan. I am the kind of cat that I watched Speed. I watched Speed 2. And Cruise I've control? watched, yep, <laughs> one of the John Wick films. I don't know which one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't care to know. Um, and I think I saw him in a Reebok commercial once. A Reebok commercial? Yeah. Oh, okay. Slinging shoes that. like Al Bundy. Well, now we got to find that. Well, he, duh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Johnny Mnemonic. This... <laughs> The name makes him laugh. Just let it be. Cody, uh, for some reason, I thought... We were talking about it a little bit before we started recording. For some reason, I thought that you like had a relationship with this movie where yeah. you like hated it, but mm. now I'm learning that you also just watched it for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So you can so leave. No, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, okay, before we go then, so uh, you, Brett, had just, this was your, your first watching, viewing was for anticipation of today's episode? Well, I think I maybe mentioned on an episode like maybe last week or a couple weeks ago that I think I had seen it, but really what my memory of this movie is, is when, so when I was a kid, my dad worked for a marketing company uh-huh. and they would do the, they would basically handle like the marketing for video stores. Okay. Mm. So like when a new movie come out, would come out, he would handle like promotional materials to like, basically sell the movies to rental stores. Okay. You know, so he would like ha- do like the cutouts and stuff mm-hmm. like that right. and like the end caps and stuff. Are you saying you there was a point in your life where you may have had a a, a cutout of Johnny Mnemonic? No, I didn't have a cutout, but we would <laughs> get would we would get like amazing. I remember my dad had like a like a full-size like large box full of CB4 hats. Oh my god. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And so, but we would also just How get gangster is that? Yeah, we would also just get like boxes full of VHSs. Sure. And so that's what this was. So that's, oh, what that's this right. was. You said it was you had the orange. Yes, it was like a neon right. orange and neon green colored VHS. Yeah, and I, that would I would remember that. Yeah. Like the actual tape, not the case. Yes. The actual tape. Yeah, cuz every mm-hmm. once in a while you know, kind of like with records, they'll do like a color variant yeah, on records yeah. or something. Yeah, color discs. Yeah, they would do that with VHS tapes every once sure. in a while mm-hmm. where they would be like, it'd be like a funky color or something. I'd be oh, like, yeah. ooh. Uh, and it was always for shitty movies too oh, yeah. for some reason. It's weird. It's weird <laughs> how that happens. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I distinctly <laughs> remember about Johnny Mnemonic. But, but you don't remember watching it? No. And so I've kind of watched it in chunks over the last couple of days. Sure. <clears throat> um, because Every like fifteen minutes, I'd be like, "I Holy have to. St- I need to stop, <laughs> or I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw my head through a window." <laughs> well, I have a confession to make because I actually didn't watch the movie. I just took a bunch of mescaline. I watched, uh, I watched, uh, what is it, Law and Order SVU and The Matrix Two, and just like fever dreamed them all together. <laughs> God okay, so you it. pretty much got it. Yeah, <laughs> you got the gist. You will be able to keep up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I realized that I had watched. I didn't. I didn't watch it when it came out or on video when it first came out. I watched it because in like 1999, I did a really long essay about who the best rapper turned movie star. Or yeah, you've told was, me about right? this, right? Yeah. And that's when I watched this because I went through and concertedly watched every video 
starring or having a bit character bit role of any rapper that I was mm. aware of at the time. So Ice T was one of my favorite rappers back in prior to this movie, mm-hmm. back in the time before he became an actor. Mm-hmm. And dude, the Tower, good song. The Tower, yeah, great okay. song. But so what? Where, where did you land, by the way? Like oh, on oh, who's in that the, essay? On, no, like who's the? Who did you put? Uh, as the best Tupac Tupac was the best he was a okay. phenomenal actor he, he would have gone on to do good things I think and uh, Ice Cube was I think second okay in my uh, what was your favorite Tupac my... movie Juice uh, yes Juice and then cool. there was the one where he and um, what's the guy from uh, uh, from Reservoir Dogs uh, mm. uh, the guy dying on the, on the oh road. yeah they were two junkies trying to get clean it was kind of a sort of a comedy sort of a drama huh. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Anyway. But yeah, juice. Are you fucking kidding me? Juice is fucking amazing. Just check it. Well, Tupac kind of had the juice. Tupac kind of had was always more of like a had I, like a sensitivity to him. I don't. I never listened you know? to Tupac as a rapper. So oh. he wasn't even on my radar. But so. he did, he was always a little bit more sensitive than like Ice T and Ice Cube. Yeah. You know. So sure. I think that probably lends itself to well acting. Both of those bit. guys becoming as into acting as they have is if you go back and listen to their original stuff you're like mm, i don't know one of these ain't right <laughs> <laughs> well and tupac was so much more of of an artist than he was of like a you know hardened fucking criminal that's x y and z like he had the heart and mind of an artist dude. yeah well and but an ice cube uh, listen i like ice cube i do too but, but he also his persona like in the nwa days was much more of a persona than it was reality that's, well and that's what the ice t like i've come to realize is like oh all of that og stuff was eh, he was just playing a role too yeah because like ice cube's parents i think were both like college professors like, is that right yeah, yeah he grew up in like a nice neighborhood and more like friday yeah well i mean no <laughs> it was still kind of a nice neighborhood. I remember when it that movie a, came out. It was out, a neighborhood. Well, but I remember <laughs> when people still got even, shot. <laughs> even when that movie came out, thinking, "Oh man, what the fuck? This is so contrary to his persona." Oh yeah. So I mean, yeah, he didn't even he didn't want to smoke weed in Friday. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, this is not an Ice I, Cube podcast. <laughs> I, but I would be perfectly happy just trying to talk about Friday from memory rather than this movie. I actually watched <laughs> Friday recently. Did you? Okay. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's still good. Yeah, it's it's funny. So Johnny, just guess, to give a little bit of background, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fun, it's like one of those funny movies, you know. Um, just to kind of give some background on Johnny Mnemonic. Um, because it is kind of interesting how it kind of came together because it was directed by Robert Longo. Mm-hmm. I, is that name supposed to mean something? No, okay. it's not because this is the only movie he ever did. Okay. He was actually oh really? Yeah, he was actually a painter. Hmm. Um, and then he kind of got into like a house painter or like an artist. An artist. He was like a <laughs> painter and sculptor. No, yeah, he was a contract sponsored by Bear. <laughs> he was re- renowned for his trim work. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> hey, don't scoff at that man. I'm you, not. You get, you get a good trimmer, man. Oh yeah, it's a. I mean, it is an art for sure. Next, but <laughs> go ahead. Next time you need to get your house painted, someone's gonna be like, "I heard what you said about my trim." <laughs> <laughs> you don't get Thompson Water Seal. <laughs> Um, he he went on in the '80s to start doing music videos. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. That, yeah, makes yep. so he but he actually did some like real music videos. Like he did bizarre. Wait, wait, what do you mean went on in the '80s? You mean prior to this movie? Yeah, he, prior he to this did, movie. Okay, okay. So like, uh, you know, he had been 
an artist and he was making, you know, his living as an artist, mm-hmm. you oh, know, throughout like the seventies and stuff. All the jives with this movie. Yeah. So, but let, check out some of these uh, music videos. Dude, you're going to say crystal method. I know it. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, he did bizarre love triangle, uh, new order. Okay. Uh, he did a mega death video for peace cells and he did the one I love by REM. Huh. Okay. A- and this one, this one was big to me because uh, I'm a huge replacements fan. And he actually did the album artwork for their album, Tim, which if you don't know the replacements, Tim is like up there is like one of their, like considered one of the best, like alternative albums of all time. Okay. And it's not the Keanu Reeves and uh, Gene Hackman film that we're going to watch. No, no. (laughs) Yeah. He did the VHS (laughs) DVD (laughs) cover art for the Keanu Reeves movie, the replacements. A different replacement. Okay. I'm I'm Um, on board. I'm I'm following. And uh, it was also based on a book by... Uh, or a short story yeah. by William Gibson. I, I caught that much, at least in the credits, I yeah. guess. Yeah. And he he also wrote this, William Gibson also wrote the screenplay for this movie. Well, okay, hmm. <laughs> So I just kind of, to keep that in mind, that's kind of interesting. Because as I was watching the movie, I was like, I could see being into this book. Yeah, well, and I could see that there's a world that we're only getting a weird uh, window into. Oh, absolutely. I As a, I don't know if the, the short story is going to be any better though if it's written by the same guy i don't know but it's kind of the thing of you know like movies based on philip k dick short oh, stories for sure. the, mm-hmm. the, the stories are always better and more interesting or at least in my experience they seem to be yeah when it's like three pages and it's just like a quick snippet yeah uh it you know it tends to be a little bit yeah. more it's just because i mean for the simple fact that it's only going to take you 10 minutes to read instead of an hour and a half to watch yeah <laughs> you know I mean? oh my god so cody what when you were going into this what <laughs> were your what were you kind of like what were you kind of thinking before you sat down to watch it were you like well, excited or i was excited? i had just gotten out over my uh excitement of the movie tech war and i thought this was gonna be like i thought this was gonna be like another william shatner style sci-fi vehicle and i was not disappointed (laughs) i don't know what tech Tech war War? oh dude william shatner check it out i'll check Check that out out. um i (laughs) what did you guys think of that opening crawl the text i thought that was inspired and (laughs) 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 not at all derivative i meant to pay attention to it because of how you guys were going off about the one in speed but i don't have i should have taken a note no 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 i mean i don't mean the credits i mean the opening text (laughs) the opening text i loved it a lot like the star wars it reminded me of running man yeah yes 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 a lot okay i'm gonna read it second decade of the 21st century corporations rule the world is threatened by a new plague nos nerve attenuation syndrome Fatal. Epidemic. Its Fatal. cause and cure are unknown. The corporations are opposed by the low-techs. Uh, a resistance move- yeah. movement risen from the streets. Hackers, data pirates, guerrilla fighters in the info wars. Uh-huh. The corporations <laughs> <Alex laughs> <Jones. laughs> the defend themselves. They hire the, uh, the Yakuza, the most powerful of all crime syndicates. Now, why the Yakuza? They sheath their data in black ice, lethal viruses, waiting to burn the brains of intruders. But the low techs wait in their strongholds in the old city cores like, r- like rats in the walls of the world. The most valuable information no. must sometimes be entrusted to mnemonic couriers, oh, God. elite agents who smuggle data in wet, wired brains. 
Oh, fuck off. Just like the coolest idea that I didn't have when I was 17. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah. It does seem like it, it does seem like just some random thoughts that you're like, that'd be fucking dope, right? Yeah. When I was re so like the funny thing is that an opening text or crawl of a movie is supposed to give you information that's going to make things make sense in the movie. And this crawl, I was like, this is all gibberish. (laughs) Well, let alone so bad. I mean, it's also fleshed out during the, like you would have picked up all that stuff is. Yeah. Like you're right. Like I, I, you don't need the crawl to follow what's going on. Exactly. No, you you could get all that information, especially because multiple times throughout the movie, it'll just cut away to like iced tea explaining what is happening exactly <laughs> much like he does in in law and order SPD, right? yeah. okay. Okay. like not to jump ahead too far but there's when Dolph Lundgren's character comes Spoilers. into the movie yeah when Dolph Lundgren's character comes into the movie I was so happy when he showed up oh yeah up. for sure me too but it cuts away to him just like walking down the street Dolph Lundgren and then some low oh, text right. with Ice Cube low just text. being like and here's all the information you need about Dolph yeah. Lundgren's character. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And he looked like a homeless Charlton Heston. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, they didn't need Dolph L- I mean, I was very happy to see him in there. And, like, in the end, there's no distinguishing features that made it important that that was Dolph Lundgren. Like, if they had torn his shirt off and shown those, like, ridiculous torso, it would be one thing. But they never, ever do anything that hinges on that being Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, he, he does nothing. He accomplishes nothing. He he's, somebody he's menacing. He's a he's a good Terminator type bad guy, but sure. Sort. Exactly. I mean in the context of the movie. He's yeah. good. He's not good. I think that somebody uh just made that badass crucifix knife and they're yeah. like, all right, we have to give it to <laughs> somebody. Somebody yeah. 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 <laughs> make a character around this. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you're right. I don't think there's I think you're spot on with that. Uh I also thought it was funny to note that after Speed, Keanu Reeves and Sandy B both went on to do their internet movies. Oh, she did the net. She did this. the net. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And well, I think that's the time. I don't think it has anything to do with their like desire to like be a part of. The no, business. I think it's just a funny coincidence. Yeah, I think that's you know, the internet was becoming all the rage mm-hmm. in 1994, 95. For yeah, sure. but they're. The representation of the internet in this <laughs> is awesome. Is it's so great? It's amazing. We got we got like we got like what ten months till this shit's like present yeah. day. Oh well, that's <laughs> it. We're gonna it, get it, there. It opens and and he's like, looks at something to see the date. It's my it's my daughter's gonna be my daughter's twenty first birthday, January oh, nice. 17, 2021. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so we're we're her drunk and watch this, this movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> finally legal. Um, oh my god! So this movie was kind of—I mean, not kind of—it's incredibly difficult to follow what's going on in the movie, which is why they had that crawl, right? Yeah, <laughs> but I feel like every frame of the movie, there's new information that's being added that I, just doesn't well need to be there or really pertain to anything. If you if you step back and see what they were trying to do, right? Like he is, you know, because he is a mnemonic courier. Right, which means he's given up his own brain space to store stuff for his memories, his, mem- his childhood, his, his childhood memories. memories. I let, I don't even want to start with what the fuck does that even mean, and why is a brain a better courier than whatever the fuck storage device you could come up with? But apparently, it's important to stick 300 gigs of memory into this guy's head. 320, 320 yeah. gigs, and he only had room for 160. 
and that's after he compressed it like a goddamn zip file. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to double it. It's so funny that that's the whatever. That's that's this insane amount of memory space in oh, 1995, right? Dude, there. exactly. Like like my my biggest point was that the whole movie could have been a product placement for like the Seagate five terabyte. <laughs> right. Yeah, fucking, and like you know, movie over. Like yeah. just add. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Well, so the the thing, but he he winds up carrying the the cure to the disease that they keep talking about NOS. peripherally, NOS, right? Yeah, and then and then it's the corporations trying to stop him from releasing it. Like that's that's a good uh, that's a good plot for a sci fi film. That that yeah. works. They should have had the, the the fucking rapper NOS in this film, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Was actually, around then I don't know. So actually, yeah. one of the things that kind of like jumped I'm out. Sure, he's pissed. What the fuck is that? Yeah. Like this is pretty much. A, a Philip K. Dick kind of it story. It is, yeah. And I can get behind that because I yeah. really love Philip K. Dick. You yeah, know? yeah. I love Dick. <laughs> <laughs> love Dick. Uh, but it's just... Well, there's a couple things in this movie that are pretty cool. Like, that idea is, is cool. Like, it's silly, but it's cool. And then that guy with the with the thumb that has oh, the laser Oh, yeah, whip I like thing, that. That's fucking badass. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Shinji, I think his name is. In the movie or yeah, in Yeah, in the life? movie. Okay, yeah. and he's a Yakuza. That was the part that was starting to confuse me. Is like, the Yakuza and the corporations are not on the same page? Because they seem to have been, like it said at the beginning, in the crawl, that the Yakuza work for the corporations. Right. But the Yakuza decide to take it for themselves. Okay. Yeah. So they, like a double did cross. I miss a spot yeah. where that became evident? Or is it just we're just supposed to understand that because the Yakuza decides to start killing the corporation guys? You're, I even took you're asking that note. the wrong person. <laughs> okay. Because that's why I even took the note. I was like, now, wait a minute. I thought those guys worked together, but now they get... You know the next scene that they're in the same yeah like they have well the and then there's another double cross mm-hmm. between Shinji and I think is that his dad I don't know well, <laughs> well who's Shinji he's the one with the laser thumb yeah well he works for the yakuza right but then at the end he betrays the other the head who, yakuza guy yeah no, who talked about losing his daughter that's not the head yakuza guy that's the corporation guy mm. is it yeah I thought. Oh, you're right because yeah. there's the part when he's doing he's the doing hand, a hand puppet. puppet thing. So he that's he's a corporation right. guy. Oh yeah. But okay. I had a similar because there was another character in there who appeared to be I couldn't tell which side, but he got double crossed by somebody. Are you, yeah the Udo Kier character? Yeah. Uh, who's like the that's Ra- Ralphie. They all look alike because they're wearing black. <laughs> that hard. is true. There's a lot of the like the they they are not costumed distinguishly they're not distinguishing them with different costumes to help make it like clear who's on what side because having the yakuza and the corporation people be indistinguishable Mm -hmm. i i didn't understand when then he just turned around and started killing the people who were on his side yeah that's why i didn't i i'm like i don't follow and then i was unclear at least the low techs were like they all looked like al jorgensen (laughs) (laughs) but exactly like if Especially if as simple as this movie is trying to present this information, make the bad guys dress a certain way, make these bad guys dress another way so that you can at least when the turn happens, you're like, okay, I guess that, okay, I don't. Yeah. I I mean, they're from, from the get, (laughs) (laughs) it's hard to talk about this movie because it's just stupid. Yeah. There's just so much thrown at the wall and they're kind of just seeing like, they don't really follow through on anything and they yeah so okay so 
Keanu Reeves gets this information uploaded into his brain. He's trying to get by a room full of very nervous engineers. Yes, yeah. and he's he, he wants to do this is supposed to be like his last job before he gets his implant taken out of his brain mm-hmm. right. so he can regain his memories and leave the the uh, mnemonic courier life behind. Right. And he's indebted to that guy Ralphie. But they don't really explain why and what's going on, right? Like he's just, just his handler. He's his... but but there's it's clear that he owes Ralphie, and that's why he's not able to just walk away, right? Like there's something. Well, no, it's because he he the cost of getting that shit. Yeah, he yeah, needs yeah. the money because he he doesn't just want to get the implant taken out. Yeah, he, he wants, wants his, his memories, memories back. back. Right. So I think there's only where is his memories? Who's got his memories? Who's holding his memories for him? Uh, the is, internet. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you tea. can store the, if you can store his memories somewhere, just store the information that he's currying there. Well, I think the idea <laughs> is that it's more secure in somebody's brain exactly. because they can't just then take, like they can't just like take the like a hard drive from somebody. But that's the whole conceit of the movie: is it's as simple as taking his head. So it's no different than just stealing a hard drive from his laptop or from his... Yeah, but I can steal a hard drive with my hand. I can't take... I have to have that fucking... What was that? Uh, it's the shit you do in oh, high it's school. A dolphin. You have to no, have a not dolphin. that dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I rode one in high school. No, you gotta, you gotta have the dry ice thing. And like, oh, yeah, so yeah. It's shit to carry die. the head. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Okay, but still, go fuck yourself. Yeah, but, but so anyways, he has 160 gigs... <laughs> worth of storage space in this implant and he needs to carry 320 which is like peak capacity right so that what happens is is the data starts to seep into his brain sort of which ca- could cause neural synaptic seepage that's nice what they work. call it nice work <laughs> i wrote neural it down. synaptic seepage yeah because when i was like Ugh. gross I, yeah i was like <laughs> seepage oh <Ugh>, god <laughs> well, don't what is say the, that what is the source of the pain right like he keeps like experiencing pain when the seepage starts to happen but your brain doesn't have there's no there's a you're not going to have there's no nerves connected to your memories and your thought process so that's all it is is thoughts crossing a barrier inside your mind somehow why is he in pain from it well i don't think anybody working on this movie was like a neurosurgeon (laughs) (laughs) right i mean is it supposed to be like a massive headache (laughs) we blew the budget on the fucking uh (laughs) Whatever it'd no, be called. No, they blew it. the d- budget on the fucking lawnmower man ending, dude. <laughs> yeah, That's where that budget went. True. $30 million um, film, 28 of it on that last seven-minute weird fight sequence. Yeah. So, meanwhile, we also have Jane, oh, who is nice trying to be a bodyguard. I, so, back up just one quick okay. second to when the engineers are... Got like 11 minutes into this movie. <laughs> <laughs> So the Yakuza find out where this is going down, where they're trying to fax, which takes forever. They're trying to facsimilate the information over to fucking Newark, New Jersey. And he ends up, takes out his fucking like thumb laser whip. Yeah. Cuts it off of the the gentleman who's trying to fax-simulate the information. Yeah. And he says, where is he going? And this is what I don't understand because he gives up the fucking house, man. He says he's going to Newark. Dude, why not just lie? Be like Spokane, Washington. And then guess what? Movie over. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know? Oh, boy. Right. So he, they're ambushed and um, Johnny then has to go on, on the run. Yeah. And there's uh, another potential like uh, brown face there, right? I also you, I marked, or, or, or yellow face, I yeah, guess. I wrote, is he doing brown face again? Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. Seven question marks. Yeah. And I was like, un- unbelievable, Keanu. Come on, man. What are you doing? Why are you doing this? I, I, 
I wonder if this was written for him, right? Like he became a star, so he became the star of this. I, I, okay. The the guy Takeshi, Take, the guy who played the the corporation Takashi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker been in like twenty five movies prior to this, right? He was a bona fide movie star just across over in in Asia. I wonder if they got him attached to this film by telling him he was going to be the main character in this. Because legitimately, he is a star, right? Everyone else in this film, you know, Keanu's been in, what, a dozen movies at this point? Well, no, Keanu is a star at this point. Because, yeah. I mean, he's done Speed. He's right, done but that's everything. Right, but this guy's been in 25 movies, right? Right. And not only that, but he's also, like, a director. Yeah. Like, he's, he's directed he's a, movies. That's why I wonder if mil- that's how they yeah. got him in this is, like, Clearly, he was hoping to get his foot in the door in Hollywood and start doing Hollywood movies, but right. But he he didn't. This was like one of his last movies that he actually acted in. Yeah, because this movie's terrible. It's um, also the last movie that fucking Dolph Lundgren was in until 2010. Theatrically Theatr- released. Theatrically. <laughs> okay, I was about ready to. <laughs> <laughs> um, until Expendables. Yeah. Um, so meanwhile, we have Jane trying to be a bodyguard with the Ralphie character. Oh boy! Um, Bodyguards are only uh, tall, model esque women. And yeah, and Jane is also suffering from NOS. Mm, that's um, right. That's right. So, which we see because it just makes you have a seizure, right? Right. Okay. So Johnny knew <laughs> a terrible acting seizure too. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> You're fucked up, man. It's just the eyes. Going. Yeah. <laughs> Are you strung out? <laughs> uh, oh man. So he goes to Ralphie. Johnny does, and he he gets betrayed by Ralphie. Jane saves him. They go on the run together. Why does Ralphie betray him? I don't understand. That's my point. Is what if from the go Ralphie just wanted to give it up? Then. Why set any of this up in the first place? I think Ralphie was being followed and hunted as well by the Yakuza for this information. And so he felt like he was in danger mm. okay. and was just like, yeah, f- I'm going to cut my fucking losses, you know? Okay. That yeah. would work. Yeah. Cause it, I think it, there's like a hit on him, like Johnny, you know, yeah. like they're, they're out there looking for him. He did. So Ralphie just didn't want blowback. He was checking that door for heat. Okay. Yeah, Ralphie's a smart guy, actually. (laughs) (laughs) He's supposed to be a criminal, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then um, Jane and Johnny go. They start trying to. Johnny has to get this out of his head within a couple of days or he could die from the seepage. Which I just kept waiting. I just wanted in like a middle of a sentence just. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because depending on what's going on, it, it makes him like incapable of functioning at all. But then he can fight just fine. Like sometimes. Yeah, it comes and goes. When it but, just when it's convenient. Oh, are to the you plot. referring to where he says, "I need to get this out of my head. <laughs> I need a computer." Are you referring to that scene? Yes. Okay, that's. And then I they give him the Virtual Boy and like the power glove. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so great. The power glove. Yeah, it's like proto Minority Report yeah. type thing where he's just like swiping through stuff with his like gloves and power glove. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, so eventually they get to they have to get to my favorite character in the movie (laughs) the the dolphin are you talking about spider are you talking about ice tea i'm talking about well okay okay they do first they do get to ice tea whose name is um oh do they say what his name is yeah his name um name? ice tea was named j bone yeah (laughs) here is my note on ice tea Ice-T looks like such an asshole. 
And you know it was Ice T's idea. He's like, let's put an anarchy symbol right on my forehead. <laughs> yeah, that would be you know? cool, right? <laughs> what the fuck was Ice T doing in this movie? Like, what is he doing? Oh, there's some scenes where he is acting so with his hands so much he's like throwing his hands out there Buddy. like he thinks like the camera's only up by his face and he needs his hands in the screen my note on Ice-T was what is Ice-T doing <laughs> <laughs> he probably just wanted to get on get on another fucking motion picture soundtrack oh yeah <laughs> am I wrong there wasn't one on here he didn't I have was, an Ice-T song There's I was like surprised two songs. I was like I yeah um Maybe at the end when he was done, he's like, yeah, no, dog. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm good. Mind. I'm good. Never mind. Cut it. No. <laughs> These roads are not crossing. Yeah. So, yeah. So Ice-T's J-Bone is J-Bone. like. Yeah. <laughs> That's my name after midnight. <laughs> yeah. J-Bone. <laughs> he is the leader, de facto leader of the Lotex. Yep. The resistance movement. Lotex? Lotex. I, yeah. I, I took Low Jack as my note here, but yeah, Low Tech. No, lo- <laughs> oh no, I just can't read it very well. It's Low New yeah. Jack City. New Jack City. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they he, the Low Techs kind of help them out of a jam as they're, and but then they have to go to Spider. Spider. Rollins. Yeah, played by Henry Rollins. What Esquire? Yeah, yeah, Henry Rollins Esquire. What are your <laughs> What do you guys? How do you guys feel about Henry Rollins? Just as like, an actor in general. Oh, one of my favorite human beings. Oh, in ever. this time period, oh, really? I was in love with Henry at this point. I he it was amazing to me. So I would have gone to see this movie just because I thought he was in it. Had I known he was mm-hmm. in it, okay. Because he was also in Heat, and he's terrible, and he, he's not a good actor. Like, oh yeah, there's no, no reason for him to be. What's in What's the anything? one where he's the fucking cop, and he's like, and there's I think Charlie Sheen is in it, maybe, but he like does the whole um, monologue about. Like, oh, yeah, those cops, we got to fucking take care of the city. Blah, I don't blah, know what you're talking Driving about. around town. I don't know. All right, then. No. Edit, edit that out. <laughs> Cut it. Cut no, it. We're I, done. I, I, thought, I thought Rollins was a fucking big-time stud. I'd read a couple of his, you know, he had a couple books that he'd oh, written. Yeah. And uh, he Some had the whole word spoken stuff. word. He had, yeah. a, he had not long before this, nah, it was about five years before this, he'd released a, a two- no, four-CD set of his spoken word stuff. Like, yeah. I thought he was pretty badass. Yeah. yeah. Huge fan of uh, of Rollins' band. Big fan of old school Black Flag. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, his spoken word was not only insightful but also fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Some of his books got me through some shit back in high school. Nice. Love Henry Rollins. Yeah. He he's kind of a guy for me that I. <laughs> what do you think about Spider? <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on. Okay. Well, he's always a guy for me that I kind of understand and respect. Where like what he does and kind of what he where he's coming from and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. I've just never he's never been never, like never one of my guys. Yeah, sure. um, but I but I like him and I when he pops up and stuff, I'm always like, hey, Henry Rollins, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um. So speaking of Except Henry for Sons Ro- of Anarchy, fuck yeah. that that season is terrible. I I didn't like that show at all. Yeah. Um. But speaking of Henry Rollins monologues, uh, I want to just play. <laughs> oh, I do want to play this clip because. <laughs> oh yes. When yes. Th- so. Full discretion. There was a couple times when I was watching this movie where I was taking a shit oh, yeah. uh, and was watching it on my phone, and this was one of them, and I almost fell off the toilet. <laughs> um, so let, let me just pull it up really quick. Um, hold on, because this I I love I love this scene so much. <laughs> me too. I know exactly what you're going. So this do. Oh, so this awesome. is uh, r- real quick. This is 
uh, Spider Henry Rollins character explaining. He's like wh- he's like a he's like a, a a back city or back back what what back room back alley back alley yeah yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. neuroscientist neurosurgeon or yes. something. So and so he's explaining to Johnny Mnemonic what the cause of NOS is. This causes it. This causes it. Oh wait, it. I went a little too far. Information. Here, let's go back a little bit. It's so they're well, so earnest. That's why I'm chuckling it. so hard. The world causes it. This causes it. This causes it. This causes it. Information overload. All the electronics around you poisoning the airwaves. Technological fucking civilization. <laughs> but we still have all this shit because we can't live without it. Let me do my work. <laughs> okay. Sounds like an old man's yelling at his grandkids. <laughs> do you? Do either of you have a feeling that they just told Henry Rollins to just say what he wanted? Yes, 100%. And and I felt like he was... I I feel like if they had caught the more candid version of that, that would be powerful. But the one that they wound up like going with like maybe he did it right or like super energized the first time and then like oh that was excellent okay now let's catch this one on tape and he's like oh okay and like because he's just kind of phoning yeah true but then they're like okay recreate it and so he's just like oh okay well i think i smacked this because it looks very like he's in his head as he's saying the monologue here like Mm -hmm. i could see him doing that like he's trying to recapture reproduce his passion exactly (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. yeah that's what it looks like to me and it does seem like they're just like yeah Talk about technology's fucking ruining the world, Henry. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, and just for the record, uh, the movie I was referring to came out a year before this, and it was Charlie Sheen and Henry Rollins in a movie called The Chase. Ah, I do remember huh. what movie that is. I didn't realize that was Rollins in that, though. Mm-hmm. Huh, okay. This also, this clip really kind of hammered it home, home for me, just how much weird ADR was uh, yeah. in the movie, Yeah, yeah. which I didn't. It was almost unbearable. <laughs> like nobody's words were matching up with their mouth movements. Yeah. And like it was clear that the like the dialogue was taking place in a different room, like in a studio. Yeah. Well, I and I just assume that's because they just had poor, poor mic quality on set, yeah, right? For like sure. Just their sound engineers yeah. just weren't up to snuff. You just here. hear like someone coughing on the <laughs> <laughs> on the. <laughs> Caught. <laughs> so, beep. Well, and if the guy was used to doing music videos, that would make sense, right? Like his on on-site um, audio engineering. I mean, you're always ADRing everything in a, in a music video for the most part, right? right? It's all supposed to be synced up to something that's playing over top of Correct. everything. So I can see him just not recognizing he's not doing it right. Maybe I don't know. Um, the- <laughs> This, this movie's disappointing. <laughs> this movie's disappointing. <laughs> but I mean, clearly, this is a this movie is kind of a result of people behind the camera having just no fucking idea what they're doing. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. it's very clear that the director does not know what he's doing. Well, it, in even the screenplay, like, okay, where again did I miss a a shared moment? Why are suddenly Johnny and Jane? romantically linked right like they disappear to be romantically linked because they're a boy and a girl on screen exactly for a certain amount of time they're just horny and running around yeah yeah i mean there's a point before i mean i still got a page and have a notes and i'm like why are they kissing when, when they almost kiss 
in like right at this scene, I think, right? Doesn't it's a little later, but okay, but it, there's nothing earned. It's not like something dramatic. They seem has to happened. hate each other the whole movie, right? <laughs> and, they, and that's what I mean. Like they don't ever like go past that because she's just hanging around because he says he'll pay her a bunch of money to right. save him from that one scene. Oh, right. And then so nominally, that's the only reason she's hanging out. Yeah, when they send him in the sewer to go look for the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, can, by the way, really quick, I do want to just point out. How much of an asshole Johnny is? Yeah, like, he's he not. Is, he's he's not a good guy. No, there's no reason he's not likable. He's yeah. an asshole to every single person he meets. Well, and even when he finds out that he's got what is in his head is the cure that was going to save millions of people, part of him is like not interesting. <laughs> yeah, because like, yeah. like, from that as a hero, at that point, like he has. There's a moment where he, it appears like they're going to make him choose between saving his own life and saving the lives of millions, which would be an interesting plot twist or whatever character yeah but he's gonna die anyways it, yeah and he just still he seems to be on the fence about whether that's still the right choice or not yeah, yeah. there's For like no self-sacrifice at, at all. some point at no, some point no, no, again no. with no justification at some point he seems to have changed his mind on it so he seems like a hero at the end but well this is another thing that kind of reminds me of philip k dick like if you look yeah. at the movie blade runner harrison ford's character rick deckard is also kind of just an asshole yeah. throughout the whole movie but by the end, it's he seems to have kind of like learned something. Right. Do you think that's because Philip K. Dick hated young people, and he's like, by this year, they're all going to be assholes. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't feel like Philip K. Dick hated young people. I feel like he just he may have just was terrified world, of yeah. technology. Yeah, or yeah, I don't know, because he seemed to just have an interesting relationship with technology. Mm-hmm. Where, yeah. Anyways. We'll get to there when we get... We'll talk about that more when we get to a scanner darkly. <laughs> Is that one of these? Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got I to gotta admit, I'm getting tired. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm exhausted. I am exhausted. Um, so, we... <laughs> it's just... It's kind of hard to go through the movie linearly because there's just so many things. Well, just, and, and nothing really happens, right? Like, he... No. He's... They're, they they want to get the information, and it's just a bunch of people trying to kill him and get his head off so that they can get the information. There was one of my favorite lines in the movie where I I had to like stop and rewind and watch it a couple times. I don't know if you guys what you guys thought of this one. It's when he's um, telling when Johnny is going over kind of his background backstory with Jane, and he talks about having to. Uh, like get rid of some of his memories to right. make room for the implant. And he says, I had to dump a chunk of mm-hmm. long-term memory. And Jane says, you had to dump a chunk of what? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get that. I, when she said you had to dump a chunk of what? I was, did like, you fall off the toilet at that point? <laughs> I, I was not on the toilet, but <laughs> metaphorically, the metaphorical toilet in my soul, I fell off. <laughs> I, oh I, ad lib or written? What do you think? I think that one was written. Yeah. <laughs> no. But I, I did love that. And also, um, Dolph Lundgren doesn't come into the movie until 43 minutes into the movie. What and he doesn't he... look, he's, he doesn't look like himself either. He's not some ripped That's what I was getting yoked. at. Yeah, that's what like, I was getting at. At the end, he looks like, again, Charlton Heston as Moses, but like a homeless Moses. Yeah. Yeah. There's no reason for that to be Dolph Lundgren other than to just have the name on the, on the uh, credit list. Exactly. Like, and that badass knife. His name is on 
the like cover like on the poster oh is he i think it's like it's keanu reeves dolph lundgren johnny mnemonic now do you think that that was at the time of release or later now that it's kind of you know some movies they'll go back and be like this was Mm. you know i think if anything i think going back though they would have pulled his name off i don't think Uh, they would have put it back up higher than (laughs) i mean if he hadn't been on a (laughs) a released film for a, a good 15 years after this or how long 95 to 2010 yeah yeah so no they weren't okay they they were doing that because rocky 4 had come out within five years yeah of this i think and... if anything they would have just had would just have it say keanu reeves yeah but okay you know what i mean yeah. all right but all right. it says keanu reeves and dolph lundgren he comes in 43 into the 43 oh minutes into the movie and he maybe has he has seven in, minutes of screen yeah, time <laughs> yeah and he he does not he but I will say, I think Dolph Lundgren crushes it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I because he's just like a Jesus uh, Terminator. Yeah, I like what he's doing. <laughs> he doesn't even like quote Corinthians like once though. It's not actual. <laughs> it's, he just says. His character is like a hitman who's just into Jesus, right? That's the, the yeah. idea of that character. He's like a Methodist version of the Punisher, you know? Right, yeah. 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 Wasn't he the Punisher? Wasn't he, he was the he, Punisher. He was the Punisher. In the, in the, yeah, in like the 1985 Punisher. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, yep, yep. Where he just plays a guy named Frank Castle and has no other relation yeah, I don't think to, has any, yeah, has no to the Punisher. With, yeah. yeah, He's just like a... Like a mailman, like no, the whole no, movie. He's, he's, he shoots guns and shit. <laughs> yeah, but like he never wears like the skull or anything like, like that. Like I said, a mailman, you know, going postal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. Um, he, I, I think he, he's kind of like fun. Yeah, I like what he's fine. doing. He, I, I wish he was in the movie a lot more. It would be the Terminator, though, right? Because the whole point of that character is like nobody can stop him. He's just kind of yeah, but going. he does. But it's funny because he does get stopped. Very easily, multiple times. <laughs> no, what do you mean? No way. He comes in and fucking tears up Henry Rollins and and crucifies him. And then... no, but when they're on the run, they just like hit him with the car. Yeah. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Just, boom, see you later. Yeah. No visible damage. Yeah. And he's just like, well, Jesus he's supposed Christ. to have been he also. Says that. He he's honestly to... says, Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. He's like, supposed to have breath. been augmented like the like Jane character, right? Yeah. Like, so he's like a robot. Yeah. He was just uh, Skype calling his buddy, Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pulling it up. Uh, but, and he, yeah, he has that cool, well, nice. I mean, I say cool, but, I mean, he has <laughs> that th- He has that thing. It's the crucifix knife. Dude, that's way cool. <laughs> <laughs> I want five. Well, there's also the weird, the part when he's torturing <laughs> that guy to interrogate him, and he sticks his robot hand in like liquid nitrogen mm-hmm. and the guy like f- screams oh that's right is I'm it like, a robot hand or is it a hand hand it seems yeah. to be a robot hand yeah it's some but sort of why a... would he scream because it's a robot hand that's what i'm saying man well when it dissolved when he broke it it was still there was like some flesh in there yeah that's why i thought oh, so okay. it was a hand hand so it's just like a weird augmentation thing. yeah it was like as if like his actual hand had been fucked up and mangled and they simply 
reskinned it with metal. That's a lot. That's a lot to do for a little takeaway scene like that where the whole point is that he's going to freeze his hand and then shatter it. Yeah, why even have it be a robot hand? Just just have have it be be a hand hand, hand, you know? Because it's the future, baby. (laughs) (laughs) That's like the answer to every single question (laughs) in the movie. It's the future, man. (laughs) Don't Don't, ask too many questions. Dude, AT&T runs it all. (laughs) And Pharmacon. Oh, boy. Pharmacon is the corporation that's trying that the information in Johnny's brain is intended for, right? No, no, no. they stole it. They stole it from them. That's right. It's the information that it's the Pharmacon doesn't want to get out because they are holding this the cure to this disease so they can make money off of it because that's just what corporations do. Right. Yeah. They're just and just charge a shit ton of money for it. And the low techs want to just put it out there to people to. To, you know. to save people, right? Yeah. This, you know, it's EN Flux. Save the world. It's the same. Right. This is like one of our first, one of our early instances of Keanu Reeves saving the world. Oh, you're right. Which is going to be a theme throughout this is series. It? Yeah. What, what other movies does he save the world? Uh, the Matrix. Constantine. Constantine. Uh, yeah. I uh, forget that the Matrix is That Doritos that. commercial he did. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Walk in the clouds. Oh, fuck off. Um, <laughs> um, so. Um, God damn this movie, dude. Because. Yeah, okay, so they get away from. Basically, they. I don't understand. The tension is that his brain is going to implode if he doesn't get the information out in time. Mm-hmm. Right. And then they're throwing in on top of that, getting attacked by Yakuza and by Pharmacon and then. Pharmacon and Yakuza fighting each other, but both of them coming after him, all with the low tech sort of thrown in the way. Right. Or what are you bring? Are you bringing up a? a oh, I ju- I'm just getting the next thing ready. Sorry. I think you should just have Ice T in the background at all times. <clears throat> just describing Dolph Lundgren's character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just jacked up, man. <laughs> so they I, okay. So the low secret hideout is a is the Brooklyn Bridge, right? An it's incredibly a, obvious hideout. <laughs> well, but, yeah. But it's, why would you hide out in a bridge? I don't understand that. I remember even thinking that the first time I saw this is like, why not have a, a building somewhere? Why, why a bridge? It reminded me of the movie Demolition Man. Okay. You remember that where mm-hmm. like Dennis Leary's character is he was like underground though, right? They were underground. Yeah, but the whole low tech thing reminded me of yeah. the demo where, you know, Dennis yeah, Leary's like, I want to smear jello all over my butthole and oh, stuff like that. Oh my god. But the underground <laughs> is at least the underground. Like you could have an infinite amount of space underground. A bridge is uh, it's a bridge. <laughs> like, you know, you're trapped there. It's a, it's it's a, a finite structure. And it's, yeah. and it's a small structure, too. It's not like a building where you have floors and floors of space. It's It appeared to be fairly big, spacious, but but why? I, I don't... Yeah. How do you have because power Because it's the future, the man. <laughs> exactly. I think I'm getting this. And for some reason, even though New York City is presumably still New York fucking city, mm-hmm. they've just broken the Brooklyn Bridge and nobody's bothered to repair it. And that's where the low techs live, right? Like, how does this... Yeah, it's world... like an escape from New York-esque type thing, right? Right. Um, I, I but mean... even there, it's intact. That's how they get away. Well, they yeah. go across the bridge. <laughs> that's true. Right. It's just covered in landmines and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I mean, there's there's a zillion things that just don't really add up, and it seems like 
It seems like nobody really has like super clear motivations throughout most of the movie. Yeah. Um, until we find out what he's carrying, and then which is like in the last like twenty minutes of the yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. And that's supposed to be the big aha. Yeah. Reveal. Nobody. Which no, again would be more of a payoff if it, then he also was like, oh man, I, I, all my life I've just been living to. For, for Johnny Mnemonic, and now I should yeah. have an opportunity to live for the world. And, and but no, he just has that weird monologue about wishing that he could get ten thousand okay. dollars hookers. And speaking of which, that's what <laughs> have I, you that's, got that's, it? that's what I have queued yeah. up here because this Woo! this is this is his Oscar moment. Let's be yeah. clear. Oh sure, this is better than the scene in Permanent Record by far, right? <laughs> um, this is a list of what I want before the end of the night. Oh, right? My God, yeah, no kidding. This is your birthday. You deserve this. Yeah, you deserve it. <laughs> Um, this is my second favorite part of the movie. My my first favorite part is late a little bit later. Your first favorite part is a little bit later. A little is, bit later. Is, it's does one it of, involve it's, a mammal who lives in water? No, but it, it's around that time. It's a li- it's a line, and it's just indicative. We'll get so here's um, uh, Johnny Mnemonic talking about his what's going on. What the fuck is going on? You know, all my life, I've been careful to stay in my own corner. Looking out for number one, no complications. Now suddenly, I'm responsible for the entire fucking world. All right. And everybody and his mother is trying to kill me if, if my head doesn't blow up first. What if it just blew up? Yeah, right there. This right here. Listen. You listen to me. You see that city over there? That's where I'm supposed to be. Not down here with the dogs and the garbage and the fucking last what's newspapers blowing back and forth. <laughs> That's the real Wait, problem. Real, real quick, real quick. That is really funny that he mentions the newspapers. Right. Because that is the best thing just to, like, show how like shitty an area is in a movie there's always just like newspapers just like blowing across the street and shit so i'm glad he points that out in that monologue i i appreciated that i've had it with you i've had it with all this i want room service (laughs) i want the club sandwich I want the cold Mexican beer. I want a ten thousand dollar a night hooker. And that's when the waitress says, "Sir, you're yelling." <laughs> yeah. I want my shirts laundered. I want my shirts like laundered. they do at the Imperial Hotel in Tokyo. And that's when they say, "Sir, this is the International House of Pancakes." <laughs> <laughs> Not the Imperial Hotel. <laughs> oh man, that is that is one of the best monologues I've ever heard. We'll be right back with your club sandwich. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, well, what do you mean by that? Because he's not good. He's not delivering that well. <clears throat> it's he's a, delivering the source material fine, I suppose, but it's not good. No, I'm I'm saying it's the best, <laughs> as in it's the best worst thing I've ever heard. Okay. <laughs> But the funny thing, that's one of those things where... Look at her hair, dude. Oh, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Um, but it's that's it's, it's one of those things. The thing with, like, you know, like the Henry Rollins monologue and that monologue, yeah. 
that's kind of cl- it makes it very clear that yeah. the director didn't really know what he was doing do you think they wrote the movie around those monologues I think they did I think they came <laughs> up with the monologues first and they were like we gotta write a movie about this this, this is great oh, Ro- room service $10,000 a night hookers all these computers and microwaves are making me horny and angry <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, oh, oh you know what my dude let's write a movie about you know what my dude. favorite my favorite sandwich is a club sandwich. Have you had a club sandwich? Recently? No, it's but amazing. I'm interested in hookers. We've got something here. Whoa! <laughs> no way. So, anyway, well, I do. I do like to. I do want to say that. Uh, what's the actress name? Dina something. Dina Meyer. She's. I. I very much enjoyed Dina Meyer. She's from oh, um, Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers. Hell yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't put that together. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. and I, I had to check and see if this was before or after. This is before Starship mm-hmm. Troopers. I mean, there's oh. nothing special. I think she was also. Didn't she wind up being on like? Uh, no, I was gonna say I thought she was on Melrose, but that's the other people from from Starship Troopers. Like two other Starship Trooper people were on on Melrose. Now, did, did she go on to be in the sequels of Starship? I don't remember. No, I don't think I ever watched any of them. She actually recently, within the last couple of years, did a voice for a Starship Troopers animated movie. Okay. Really? Yeah. Huh. I just always thought she was either she was badass in that movie. Mm-hmm. She's she's pretty badass in this. I mean She she's... was in a couple Saw movies. Okay. Um she was oh, she was in the first three, actually. Okay. Mm. Um really? she, was, she was in Piranha three D. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, the movie yeah. rules. I just uh, like that she's naked in the shower sequence and the um uh, oh yeah, you you see your, you see well you see all the people. You naked. see your jugs, dude. You see your <laughs> <laughs> well, she just is like badass and then totally naked and I don't know mm-hmm. those two things going together make me very excited. Yeah, and she totally <laughs> dies too, which is a bummer. Oh, that is right. Yeah, yeah she does die. That's that makes movie. me excited. I'm the weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my favorite part of that movie is when she dies. <laughs> <That's God>. Swing. <laughs> Um, Stuff to unpack. So, yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, really quick after this scene, where the room service scene, is the part where they do, where they fall, they kiss. They kiss. Yeah. Yeah. It's right after this, right? Because that's, my notes say, ugh, this monologue. (laughs) 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 Then Ice T looks like such an asshole. How many many G's did you spell out in ugh? (laughs) (laughs) Ugh. <laughs> and then the next thing is, why are Johnny and Jane kissing? Because, yeah, I think this monologue, I think, honestly, this is part of why I say he doesn't do a good job of it, is it's supposed to be a moving moment but that's shared between them, right? Like he's emoting, getting his whatever, his feelings out there. And but that's then, why I, I think it's the thing, uh, because a good director would be like, Let's okay. Go, let's go ahead and do a take two on this one. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems as if every scene in this movie was done in one take. Do you think they knew about take twos? I don't think they did. And it's not like a Clint Eastwood. You know, like Clint Eastwood is oh, yeah. like famous for doing like one or two takes. Right. Like he doesn't like to fuck around. He's like, come in. Like I hired you to to do a job. Come in. Be prepared and do your job. I don't think that's what this movie was. Mm-hmm. No, this movie was, we have three more hours on this set, and we have 11 scenes to do. Yeah. Go. <laughs> do it. And we only have $1,200 left. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you can, there's a ticker tape right here. This is the money disappearing <laughs> as we stand here. Yeah, and it, it seems just from, like, background information that the, you know, the studio was kind of 
like heavily involved. <laughs> that and, actually like, makes sense. This feels like a movie that's been. <laughs> this feels like a movie that's been like kind of revved a couple times. Yeah. Too. And to the point where I think, you know, like the studio had final cut, but I'm not saying that the studio was wrong. I think <clears throat> yeah, they were probably right. Yeah, there's, there is an aspect of that where it's always from the director's side and, you know, often the directors think their, their baby's been removed from them. But there's, there's an argument to be made of like a lot of movies were just worse before the studio got out. I'm sure that there's been plenty of movies that were just well, garbage and the studio's like, we got to do something with my, this. My favorite example of this. million dollars in yeah, this. My favorite example is Justice League. <sighs> Uh, because there's this huge fan outcry hmm, interesting. for interesting <laughs> because people want to see the quote unquote Snyder cut, oh, not the Joss Whedon cut. <laughs> and I'm always like, have you guys seen any Zack Snyder movies? Do you think do you think there's any way in fucking hell that his version is better than what you saw? Oh my god! Because I can guarantee, based on his oeuvre, it's not better. <laughs> oh my god! It's just an hour longer. Meanwhile, have you seen the movies that Joss Whedon has been exactly. has participated in? No, that's funny. Seems like that guy seems to know what he's doing. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. Zack Snyder's giving a, giving us Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. <sighs> so y'all can go fuck yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Although, my guess is he would have done a better job with this movie. Zack Snyder. Yes. My guess is that almost anybody would have done a better job with this movie. <laughs> Ron Howard. Oh, oh, oh well, hey, yeah. yeah. I mean, Ron Howard. Ron Come Howard. on. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're big fans of him here because of Parenthood. Uh-huh. Mm. Uh, just, just because you're parents? What do you mean? No, that movie's Because of the movie Parenthood. Oh. We yeah, talked about it because Keanu Reeves is in that movie. Oh, we talked about yeah, it yeah, yeah. like uh, a few episodes back. Yeah. Both Dylan and I really loved that Yeah, movie. we, we both okay. cried watching it. Yeah. <laughs> At least I did. Yeah, I mean, I, I cry in ninety percent of movies I watch. Time, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't cry in real life. I'm emotionless <laughs> in real life. But if a movie, emotionless. yeah, if a movie speaks to me in the right way, I will cry. Yeah, e- very easily. Um. Anyway, so they kiss. How have we got? We've been talking about this for like an hour now. How have we not mentioned the fucking dolphin yet? Well, we're getting there, oh, buddy. Boy. We're okay. We're here. They they Ooh. they kiss. There's no reason they should have fallen in love. That's no. all I want to say about that. They no. have no chemistry. There's no. They seem to hate each other throughout the movie. Uh, they don't really seem to have a moment. Did where they, they kiss? They almost kissed. I thought they were about correct. To kiss, and then Ice the, T the interrupted. Uh oh. Anarchy forehead. Charles Manson. Yeah. Al Jorgensen. Okay. Um. Are you getting? Are you like pulling it up on your phone just yeah. to double check? I want to be right. Oh no! Right. Somebody somebody was calling me, and it's about sorry, it's about something later. So I they I was checking to see if they texted, and they did. So oh, okay. it's no big deal. Um, anyway, about later in the movie. Yeah, they, they're <laughs> from they're about the from, dolphin. They're from the future. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we find so Keanu Reeves is told that he has to find go to Mr. Jones because yeah. Mr. Jones is the only one that can get the shit out of his head. Of course. And Mr. we find out, Jones. yeah, <laughs> um, we find out that Mr. Jones is a mammal, a mammal, a a, a dolphin who's been uh, he has like a sonar enhancer attached to his internal sonar. I God help you if you call him a fish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, he's like a steampunk uh, dolphin. He's like if there was a dolphin on the show Street Sharks. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> he looks like he's from the Pee Wee's Playhouse uh, set, though, right? Like yeah. it's like a big sort of uh, a- a- aquarium, but the f- 
dolphin just sits in one spot. I don't, really, I don't think it's large enough to be called an aquarium. I think it's like a dolphin coffin. Right. It, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's an aquarium if it's just for a bunch of tropical fish, but for a, a dolphin, you're right. It's just the size of a coffin, and it just sits there. <laughs> it, and he has like some weird, I want to say, le- in my memory, it's leather, but it's got to be like electronic thing on his Yeah, it's not head. like an old school football helmet. They... <laughs> Although that would be amazing. The villains in Ace Ventura, (laughs) Pet Detective, are nicer to Snowflake the Dolphin than the low techs are to Mr. Mr. Jones. Jones. Is that true? In Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, at least the dolphin is in like a big area to be held in. Yeah. Well, but to be fair, maybe we don't don't know how far back into the bridge this aquarium stretches. No. (laughs) Yes, we do. I mean, well. You see front, or unless there's like a hole at the bottom that he can kind of just like squiggle down. He can squiggle through. I mean, it's not like he's elevated 400 feet above the the ocean. Okay, or maybe he's in a bridge. Potentially, they also just bring him there when they need him, and Uh, the rest of the time, he's just out in the ocean. It's his summer home. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Just to, you know, sometimes he just wants to relax and lay, lounge around. Just enjoy the confines of, uh, you know, but whatever it's called. Is the I feel like the whole conceit of having it be a dolphin is because of the sonar aspect. And because of sonar, apparently it's so powerful he can see through. That's that's why they weaponized the him. Submarine the, holes. Submarine holes, right? It's not really how sonar works, but that's fine. And so they're going to use that to pull the stuff out of his brain is that the idea that they're going to use sonar to extract it is that what i to believe i thought the thing on his head just made it i thought he was just a super smart dolphin yeah i thought he it was is, <laughs> but it also it says something that he, they weaponize his sonar ability for, that's fine but I, guess, I think that's a separate thing <clears throat> i don't think that has anything to do with the procedure that they're about to do on johnny really i think he's just so able i to... thought that i thought it was because they made a big deal about being able talking to about the sonar and, yeah uh well maybe because but otherwise, i didn't really see i didn't really see that like work no doing i didn't see it well them but, doing that well they do something to get it out of his head right because then at the end he puts the another what did you call that the vr glasses yeah thing like on. the virtual boy nintendo virtual boy virtual thing. boy yeah well that actually hooked d- up to the the tower of televisions oh. that's right. very important for computer screens Which, and a bunch of I had that in CCD. high school. Let me tell you, did not. <laughs> you had a tower of televisions. Help. Yeah, dude, it was it was porno, Mario Kart, Red oh Stippy, <laughs> all at the same time. It was great. So, so before before they actually get in there, they're kind of they're ambushed by Yakuza and the Pharmacon. They're 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 ambushed by Pharmacon, but the Pharmacon guy comes around right before the Yakuza guy kills him, right? Because his daughter died of. Nos. His daughter was. Oh yeah, his daughter did. And this is yes. is his, is is the ghost in the machine. There's a ghost in the machine in this R- movie. Yes, like literally the police song. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> is she is she his wife or is she? She's the founder of Pharmacon. Yes. But is that she's also, the wife of the dolphin? <laughs> I I could never really gather the significance of the. The ghost oh, in the machine. All all of that was just a mess. Because if if that's a real like, if it was just in his brain and it was like he's falling apart, the pharmacon guy who kept seeing her at the beginning, and that was just his like reflection of his internal turmoil over the fact that he's working for a company who who has the solution that would have saved his own daughter, but he's holding onto it because he's part of the corporation. But then when it turned out that that was an actual thing happening and there was actually the mind of the pharmacon starter p- 
put herself into the computers at Pharmacon so she can live as a ghost in the machine. When it turns out that that's real, why doesn't she just release the solution? Like she knows that the, like it, she's apparently can just do whatever in in interland internet world. Yeah. So why not just go in, get the stuff that's in Johnny's head, like irrespective of it being in Johnny's head, just go get that information and release it to the world, right? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Plot hole number seven. <laughs> and like what purpose other than being that voice of conscience that I was just saying, because then it, that's ultimately all she winds up being for the, because then at the end, instead of killing Johnny and burying the secret with him, the Pharmacon guy just does a full 180, hands over the second non-faxed portion of the facts right so that they can extract all the information but no it's still only two of the three images right that's the other thing did you catch that yes because he has to go in and get it but that's after he gets amb that that's after, yeah, after all the ambushes over yeah so yeah. he uh uh, uh Why are we shinji apart this movie the, <laughs> well it's like one of those photo booth printouts too yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, it's cool it, it was a cool like you know, idea, the three images. Well, what were the three images? The first one was like radioactive man from the fucking yeah, Simpsons. Yeah. Like, right? <laughs> the second one was something arbitrary. And then I think the third one was the ghost of the machine. Yeah. Like she popped yes. up on the screen mm-hmm. right at the last second. So she was, so thereby making her like the solution to everything. Right. She's like that dude in fucking, uh, the big guy in, uh, mighty Morphin power Rangers. Zordon. Yeah. yeah. Zordon. Yeah. 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 She's definitely a Zordon yeah, ass. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> High fives all around. <laughs> um, but the, I did the, I did like when Keanu Reeves cuts off Shinji's head with his own laser thumb. Yeah, that was pretty badass. I like that. Yeah, He's that like, cool. oh, special thumb. Gimme, gimme. Yeah, I like that. Zip, zap, you're dead. Uh, and then Carl, that's Dolph Lundgren's character, Carl. comes. And again, he's very easily dispatched. Well, no, that's where they use the sonar from the enhanced uh, dolphin. Mm. And they, like, vibrate him into right. submission. But he's almost like, he's only there for, he's there for, he, like, busts yeah. in and he's like, all right, I'm here to kill you all. And then yeah. they, they kill him almost instantly. Yeah. Well, and I wondered, well, so. the movie's almost over. Yeah. You gotta end the movie. <laughs> When they kill Lundgren and he's like dissolving into that, was that all of his implants? Because they talk about yeah, how he's no longer a yeah. person. Yeah, he's supposed to be. He more, ain't got no real machine. bone in his body. He's more machine than man. Yeah. So is that point. like? So I kind of likened it to the myth of like, oh, if you go into a CAT scan with like tattoos, it'll pull out your ink. Did you ever hear that shit oh, back in the day? Because that. that whole thing of like it'll raise out the ink out of your skin. So I was wondering if it was. Kind of like that, like like they were just yeah. pulling out all of his mechanical parts. Yeah, so they, they're vibrating him. Uh, into. I thought they were just burning his flesh off. I thought it was just like disintegrating his skin, and so all that's left. That's was true. His no, because like first it was the 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 sonar was vibrating him into submission, and then uh, Johnny Mnemonic electrocuted him. He, he oh, handed him the right. two ma- massive uh, uh, sets of wires that he had cut. Yeah, yeah. they Frank they Frank grinds them. Yeah, <laughs> Frank. <laughs> so. That, so all the villains are dispatched now. So all Johnny needs to do now is he needs to go into the Pharmacon. We make this movie sound cooler than it is, honestly. Are you? Oh, yeah. Well, so, we're going to punch up the sequel. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I would love a sequel to this movie. For sure, there was a point where they thought that was, this was going to be the beginning oh, of something, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't cheap. This movie wasn't cheap 30, to make. 30 million, Yeah, right? 30 million. And, like, the same as Speed. Like, it was uh, 26 million, so a little less than Speed. Oh, boy. Um, and it only made $52 million it, worldwide. Am I? Since 1995. Yeah. Like, that year it made $11 million. Yeah. Am Great. I alone in the opinion that the CGI on this 
and all of the just all of the I thought it was fairly good. Oh my <laughs> god. It was not, you when alone. you were saying that I was like please don't say it's good. Please. So, well, what the fuck are you talking about? Okay, so compare It looks like the ad for it looks like let him, Dude, this let is him explain green. himself. Okay, let ahead. him explain go, himself. Go. Please do. I'm in court right now. So <laughs> This is like the money for nothing video. <laughs> no, it's not that bad. It is. So, it's 100% take a, that bad. Take another movie that was of the same time. Spawn. Okay. Terminator 2, bitch. Oh, you're right. It was before this. All right. But another movie with a similar Spawn. budget, let's Did say. Spawn? Spawn. When they have Malbolgia and all the fucking other spawns in hell. Yeah. It looks so bad. Bad. So PlayStation One and it, it, worse. Bogus Journey has better special effects than this. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. I I literally was watching it going, huh? That's not as fucking terrible as I thought it was. Oh, with be. the Lawnmower Man esque at the end, where that that because that's what for whatever reason they decide to have the final battle for Johnny's brain stuff in the internet, and so well, they kind of have to. You don't at all. You don't. <laughs> And then they do it Lawnmower Man style. I forgot to look. Was this before or after Lawnmower Man came out? It has to be after Lawnmower Man. It so, ha- has to be. I'll check. I'll check. Because it does seem just like the Lawnmower Man, right? Like, Fair that's enough. All, all right. I remember that movie is that kind of stupid. I just remember that I didn't think that it brought me out of the movie <laughs> as much as other shitty CGI films. Oh, well, what do you mean sequences. by CGI? Do you mean like integrated into the live yeah. action portion? It was in 92, by the way. Uh, Lawnmower, Lawnmower Man. Man was, well, yeah. and I guess if you're referring to that cool whip thing, well, that's true. I'm saying that was CGI. So that that's... and half of the like when he's in the virtual reality, he's fucking around with the internet and grabbing the fucking like. Yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it still looks like Lawnmower Man to me, but eh, whatever. I well, mean, here's the thing: it it's, just looks stupid. So it's on it, par it with the rest it... of the movie. Like the rest <laughs> of the movie's no good. Yeah. And so it's not like That's the CGI. That's a great way to put <laughs> yeah. it. it. It wasn't such a but, juxtaposition that it yeah. jarred like, me out of it. Yeah. Total, Total Recall was like almost 10 years before this, right? Mm-hmm. That was like 86 or something. Yeah. And it didn't do any of this. Or not. I'm not Total Recall. I mean uh, Running Man, right? Like, oh, yeah. I feel like Running Man done at this point would have made the mistake of trying to integrate in a bunch of bullshit like this. Like, they didn't need to do... That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, but they Running Man's have... not about virtual reality at all. But it kind of is. It was about is, my boy Sub-Zero. End, right? It's about... Now just Zero. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's about a major corporation, the, the, the networks running the world, and they could have very easily sunk into that had the internet been more pervasive at that See, point. See, I, I think true. of it more... I'm, my comparison would be like Tron. Yeah, because okay. Tron did take place in a computer in a yeah. virtual world, and they somehow in what when did Tron come out? Eighty three or 83? something? Yeah, I mean that's a much better representation of what it would like how it would look, anyways, because it's just like photorealistic. I don't know about that. But... Well, did that, that I mean, not, like, it doesn't look like a fucking like... cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tron... but it wasn't trying to like the internet is supposed to be global, and Tron is supposed to be in one little box. Tron was a do- uh, Tron was a documentary, though. That's the thing we get. <laughs> yeah, you have to remember that. <laughs> That's how computers work. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you're you're not. I, I agree with like they. You know, so they had to use real effects to try and create something that looked virtual like that so you're right it, it, it the effect is better in tron than this because they just lean into the cartoon stuff and then they're doing okay so the, whatever the style of that cartoon is i don't this is my favorite line favorite moment of the movie <laughs> okay. it's when johnny is so he's in the virtual world he's like fighting the virus because there's a virus mm-hmm. oh god and, that's right Jesus and he, he makes Christ. a double of himself yes 
And and Ice T is narrating yes. all the information. Yeah. Ice T is giving us a play by play. He's like, yeah, yeah, he's making him making a double of himself. And then he says, "What is my fa- my favorite version of just like the hackers esque type of jargon, jib like gibberish that people <laughs> sure, say? Computer gibberish. When you know, it's always like about hacking the mainframe and stuff like uh, that. Right? Like, what the fuck does that mean? And it means hacking the mainframe, bro. I, so Ice T says. The only way is to hack your own brain. <laughs> uh, that was a fall off the toilet moment. I was like, did he just say hack your own brain? The only way is to hack your own brain. All of that shit. All of it. That whole sequence, because then Keanu's in the, the, the Game Boy thing, yeah. and, and Jane is like, they're all she's just masturbating. supposed to be. <laughs> well, they're, she's supposed to be like upset and like worried, and all, all that's happening in the room is he's just sitting there with the virtual reality glasses on, making like faces. Yeah, but they have they can see it on a monitor, so they can see his him hacking his own brain in the monitor. Oh my god! <laughs> my favorite part about that was that uh, Ice T never even got a script for this movie. This is all ad lib. Yeah, it's sure <laughs> yeah, 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 it does seem he, like it. I think he's like hacking his own brain or something. <laughs> he just heard the word hack one time. He's like, yeah. I get it. <laughs> um, oh my god! So that's when that's when they get the third picture of the code or whatever. Yes, yes which um, was the ghost in the machine. The ghost in the machine. And 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 they're simulcasting it to the world. Oh, and also too, we do have we forgot to mention the CGI dolphin too. Right. The computer dolphin. Oh yeah, that looked cool. Because the computer. <laughs> It was like some shit off test drive off road, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it comes in and it's just like, I don't know, what is it? Does it shoot a laser or something? <laughs> I don't even remember. <laughs> I just watched it. It was like two some, hours ago. It was like it, some cool it fucking. No purpose. That whole fight in there is just like, it's like watching the the uh, the Transformers fight in those movies where you're just like, this is all just a bunch of like stuff blurry on the weird shit going yeah, on. It doesn't. It makes no impression on your in your brain. Yeah, it's just like you're trying to have. You're trying to figure out what's going on with the mainframe and how to reroute <laughs> how to the, how, to, how are you going to hack yeah, it? How are you going to reroute the mainframe to bypass the compression of the motherboard? Keep going. <laughs> you know who would have saved this movie was Jeff Goldblum's character uh-huh. in Independence Day. Because <laughs> yeah. that motherfucker was able to hack the mainframe <laughs> on a different planet. <laughs> So, weren't, we, weren't we just talking about mm-hmm. Independence Day in la- the last I think episode? So, yeah. okay. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cold virus. Uh, a computer oh, virus. Oh, <laughs> my God. Um, okay. So that's the end of the movie. Um, <laughs> it, and it is, right? Yeah. They do that. Well, and then immediately, the... immediately you see Pharmacons burning. Like within oh, yeah. 10 seconds of the broadcast being complete, people have burned the body. <laughs> yeah. They've raised I it. I thought it just exploded from like guilt. <laughs> <laughs> I also wasn't sure what happened to the Pharmacon building. I was like, did it like overload their mainframe? (laughs) Hacked it to bits. (laughs) They hacked the Pharmacon mainframe to bits and the virus just like zapped it. They zapped the roof and it just started No, what happened is they live streamed, live broadcast... And mm-hmm. Ice Cube, Ice T reminded everybody to get their VCRs ready. Oh yeah, to record. Uh, All right, motherfuckers, get your VCR ready. Make sure you rewound it the whole way back. <laughs> Pull that. Make sure the tab's not pulled off on that. If the tab's been pulled off, put a piece of tape over it so you can record. Any tape will do. You could use a Tybo. You could use. A... 
All right, now everybody synchronize your watches, all right? We got to do this at the right time or it's going to get all fucked up. <laughs> and what did they record? The f- what like information just, that nobody would have any sort of like was data. ability that was just data, to it was dude. data and like yeah. with some pictures of DNA strands <laughs> thrown in there <laughs> so like, you understand it's science shit. This is sweet. science shit. Do any of us understand how to fix the problem with this? <laughs> Apparently no. not only did they understand it immediately, they were able to burn the building down. <laughs> the only place that would have all the information you need to put that together to do something with it. So Nice work. Yeah. Good job. Well, and there's the great fake out of like Dolph Lundgren starting to get I thought up. That was pretty good too. And they're like, I, I, don't worry, me. it's just garbage. Yeah, that annoyed me when they did that. And then when they showed that it was just them picking up the dead body, I was like, all right, that, that was okay. That annoyed the fact that there was a fake out annoyed me more because I was like, "What? Why did you even do this?" To well, fake out. But what else? Are they gonna, or what are they going to do? Just a Mr. Miyagi nod with the freeze frame on Mr. Miyagi nod to end the movie. They got to do something. Well, yeah, and then they they make a point to show them dumping Dolph Lundgren's into body the into the water. <laughs> <laughs> so so strange. Okay. Sad throwaway. No culture. robot Jesus man throwaway can get back from water. Culture, you're an asshole. Sad throwaway <laughs> culture they live in in, the, now, in 2021. Here's a question, you guys. Do you think Ice T still has that wig that he's wearing? <laughs> I, I I hope that Coco has him wear the wig whenever they make love. Every single time. I hope so too. I hope so too. Yeah. And on her birthday, he puts the anarchy symbol on his forehead. Oh God. <laughs> Holy awesome. shit. Okay, so we got to talk about Keanu. Yeah, yeah. We got to talk about Keanu. We do. Do we though? I mean, <laughs> are you guys surprised? Good. He is not good in this. No. He, I am surprised at how not good he is, to yeah. be frank with you. Are you surprised that this, the... <clears throat> <laughs> what he was trying to accomplish with the movie, the nature of the uh, of the film. Are you surprised that it did not destroy his career? Ability or interest in The Matrix when Well, this was 4 years before that. No, exactly. I think I think no, cuz I do you guys remember when The Matrix came out? It it was oh, yeah. a Keanu sans, right? Like people I remember specifically feeling surprised that Keanu was as good as he was cuz I think I think I had thrown him away. I think I'd been like, oh, that guy. Because then there's a slurry of shitty movies between now and The Matrix, right? Yeah. There's at least four garbage films that I'm not at all interested in watching for this podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think I think it, I think think it it did have a negative effect. I think Speed was good enough that it didn't completely just throw or him Or do you think that door. he loved it so much that he's like, oh, this is Johnny Mnemonic, the sequel. Oh, Jesus. We're doing no this way. shit. There's there's no Wachowski Brothers. This movie. There's no way he loved this movie. No, okay. No, there's no way. Well, no, I mean, I don't th- because the year before the Matrix or two years before the Matrix, his movie, his last movie before the Matrix is The Devil's Advocate, right, which, which is horrible. No, that movie sucks, but yeah. it was a successful movie. By like, what measure? Like it was, uh, like box cr- office gross or something. Box office, it did pretty good. Mm, no, cr- critically, it's not terrible. Like what? No, yeah, cr- no, critically, it's like it's like a sixty, like sixty-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's bad. No, but I know, but it's not like Johnny Mnemonic is like a thirteen percent. Yeah, you know it was like mean? fifteen, and that's thirteen. Fucking earned thirteen. Oh yeah, yeah. They, they <laughs> that's a hard fought thirteen. Yeah, they worked for it, and it, I mean, it yeah, made I money. Can, I can see the Matrix only being like eighty percent, maybe. So. Um, I don't think there's as much between like speed and the matrix as it kind of felt like at the time, but it also felt like forever for sure. Yeah. And it was only four years. 
Or right. five, years. five years. Yeah, five years. But anyways. Uh, but those are 90s years. Those years are fucking long. They are long. True. No, because true. you're not seeing everything like online yeah. immediately after, you know. Well, it's also because we were younger, right? Like those sure. years for me are those 20s where every fucking. That's why I, I could not believe Speed came out in 94 because my memory of that time put it so much later in the 90s mm. from where my life went. Right. So life goes for fucking ever when you're in your 20s. Right. Like, and and I, when you're a teenager, even worse, Well, I was right? born in 89, so I right? was 5 in 94. That's what I'm saying. So those years feel like they're fucking forever. Right. That's, I think that's a big part of why that is. I think if for you sure. talk to somebody older who also understands who Keanu Reeves was, they would be like, yeah, that was like uh, the next day. Immediately after. Yeah. yeah. So in Johnny... No, he's... It's pretty rough in Johnny Mnemonic. It, it's consistent with Keanu. I, I, I've... I've determined that this is his his gift is he's playing off of people like he either gets to just be super super physical in which he's always great when he's just physical mm-hmm. and especially physically funny right. or he reflects off of who he's performing with and so a, if he's got a good set of performers a good set of uh stuff to work with he does good yeah. he does well and He's got nothing in this Well, movie. it's the Dracula thing, uh-huh. right? Because exactly. in Dracula, everybody was shit in the bed. <laughs> well, and he, him included. Him included, but even there, I would say he was better in that than this, right? Because oh, yeah. he was still forced to act off of Gary Oldman, who was chewing scenery, but he was at least, he had the instincts to go the, the, the other way, right? Like if Gary Oldman's going to be so big, he's going to pull it in and be smaller. And, you know, he was, I don't know, he was arguably successful at that in that movie this movie hinges on him every scene that he's in he's got to be the heavy and it just it falls kind of flat like somewhere i think maybe that's part of what the matrix is is he finally leans into that and is able to do it Mm. right like i feel like the matrix is kind of like his second chance at this because it seems like he might have just been interested in this kind of stuff exactly it feels like a proto yeah i feel you project yeah Yeah. because even so far as like the like having to like jack into their brain yeah you know yeah. like when i saw them plugging into the like thing in the back of his head i was like oh that's the matrix yeah you that's know? true that is, it, well and, and did you see the fancy uh equipment he had when he opened up his his uh his briefcase to like do the 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 jacket yeah. he's got like mm. a, he's got an old calculator oh well and, sign and cosine f- functions on it yeah it's texas instruments <laughs> when they went into his fucking brain they straight up used like a sony umd from a psp uh, yeah. <laughs> Just like the, you know what i mean yeah I, nifty little disc spinner thing yeah, yeah. oh boy um, so, so yeah. but he's just not i don't he's no. he's He's working with what he's got, and I feel like he just kind of took on attitude to to make up for not really having anything to do with this character, right? Because it, it's not a character. He's just a caricature. He's just sure. a guy running around fighting people. So do you think it would have been a better movie if the lead would have been split between two people, and it was <laughs> Paul Hogan of <laughs> Cro- Crocodile Dundee and Hulk Hogan of... <laughs> W, w <laughs> say no more. Uh, yeah, and they're just it would have been a lot better. Back to back, unrepentant sinners. <laughs> well, okay, so here's because it, if this movie had been campy, it would have been better, right? Like, and it it's got everything about it to make it campy, but then it tries to be serious. Maybe that's the problem. And he doesn't know what to do in the middle of that, right? Like, if if he's supposed to be over the top, like Bill and Ted's, maybe campy mm-hmm. and everything just kind of goes that way that would kind of work and then you just be like what is this movie but now 
everybody seems serious, right? Like the stakes are high. People are getting hit in the mouth with fucking uh, crossbows, right? Like there's real violence happening. I think, I think the main thing is that they tried to do way too much with the movie. And instead of just having kind of like a straightforward chase plot, which is what it essentially is true. I mean, it's like the opposite of speed where speed we, I liked so much because it's just like very straightforward, but done really well. But why was he so much better in it? Like he, his performance in that was better and it wasn't, you feel like it was phoned in this one. Yeah. Oh, it almost does feel like it's phoned in. Like I, I, I think he knew that the movie was not good while he was making it. I, I don't know about that. I've, I've heard enough interviews with actors who, like, they don't know until they see the final product a lot of the time. No, I think that's what they say. I think, because uh, well, I've also heard some people just... Maybe it's just some of the time you don't know. Some of the time you know it's going to be garbage and you're just like, fuck this. Well, I think that's with any creative endeavor, isn't it? Like, you're yeah. going to get you're gonna get a fucking a feel for the room, of, yeah, at least okay. involving the people that are... You've got a crew of 100 people you're working with, and yeah. let's say 20 intimately, yeah. you're, you're going to kind of know what's... And maybe that's part of it is like this, this is all over the place. Speed is basically like three sets, right? Like, right. And he's with a group of people most of the time. Mm-hmm. This one, he's, I got to guess a lot of green screen or at least a lot of like little tiny space that then built to look big in the movie. And and, the, and there's like no time to really like develop anything. Yeah. Like the movie doesn't ever take the time to like develop his relationship with Jane. Jane yeah. It doesn't take the time to develop his his own character other than the Fuck just no that's what the screen crawls for come on <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so it... I, and i guess i'm just trying to stretch because we have at this point seen that he can do better right like yeah. seeing this just out of the blue in the 90s you're like yeah it's Ken Reeves. he can't fucking act whatever who cares right. this stupid but we we've seen enough of him doing better than this that i am struggling to come up with a reason why he he just doesn't do well in this yeah, I mean, I think I think it, it seemed like he was trying to do stuff, and it just didn't mesh with what right. the movie was. Right. Um. <clears throat> anyways, that's. I mean, that's I don't also ha- part of why I wanted to believe that this came out before or was pre- filmed before Speed, and then was produced and released because of Speed, like a year after. I would say, um, but I think it wasn't. I think you're right. I think it was all put together within the time after Speed. This was his next big project, sitting on mm-hmm. his waiting at home for him. Well, even I think even like. Um, I think Sony who, yeah, Sony Pictures. TriStar, but yeah. Um, oh. It was TriStar or Sony Pictures. A Sony Pictures. Okay, gotcha. So I think they were kind of like really behind the movie. Like they thought it was going to be like a huge thing. Uh, I could see. Like a breakthrough in technology and mm-hmm. stuff. And I could see them putting together a good um, uh, trailer that made it look really awesome. Yeah, you know, I don't. But anyways, for this movie, this movie, me. this movie was rough, um, really rough. Do you guys, do you guys have anything else about it? I, I feel like, who are those guys who watch a shitty movie once a day for a year? I feel like they need oh, to do yeah. this movie. Yeah, they did like Grown Ups Two or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about you, Cody? What are my final thoughts, or yeah. what are you asking? Yeah. Um, <laughs> or did you? Do you? Is there anything that we didn't touch on yet that you wanna that you wanna add? Not really. I, I guess the only thing is is uh, in the very beginning of the film when they when they're talking about the central plot being how much memory can be stored for a mnemonic cour- courier. Um, my biggest thing is like, 
I think that they got their inspiration from like what the Vatican must be doing with child porn, because like whenever you get whenever you get a petter ass that gets caught, it's always like t- like they had two and a half terabytes of child pornography. That's so much fucking information. So I think that the Vatican's behind it all. That is a stretch, bro. <laughs> no, I mean I can get behind I can get behind the Vatican being behind most horrible things in the world, including <laughs> this movie. Yeah, I mean the Crusades, the uh, underwriting of Johnny Mnemonic. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Christ. So I think I know what the answer is going to be. But yeah. how many how many woes do you guys give this? All oh well, Cody doesn't know the system. Oh, so. what's our scale? One to five. One to woes. five. Five is great. Five is five is Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Okay. <laughs> one is one is a movie you've never heard of. Yeah. Mm. Well, then thanks for the clear picture. Yeah. I've given it two and a half woes. Nice. Nice. Two All and right. a half. Why? Yeah. Why are you going so? Um, that seems high to me. Yeah. That was out of way five. Higher. That's yeah. like a fifty percent. It, it is. Agreed. I'm giving it a solid. <laughs> I'm giving it a solid F plus. <laughs> Um, because I would probably watch it once again ever if I was like drunk in my garage after listening to a like filter and like tool, you know, like in your garage. I assume there's like space to like hang out in your garage. Oh yeah. I got okay. an arcade machine. Okay, okay. I got Tekken two in my garage, dude. Okay, right. Yeah, no, it's a cool garage. Um, yeah, I can see that. No, it, this is a good back of back room or uh background, background, uh, Party noise, party movie. Exactly. Yeah, I could, I could definitely, I, I could put this on for like a bad if you were doing like a bad movie night or something Hell like yeah. that. Yeah, 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 Ooh, exactly. Maybe I will do this for shitty movie night. All oh. right, what, what, what's your was? <sighs> I gotta go one whoa. I'm, I'm going one whoa. Uh, I'm going one, one whoa. Whoa, I can't. I, 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 I realize that it's I like Little Buddha got two, but I felt like. I don't know, man. This movie is really hard to watch. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know if that criteria is right because I'm, as I'm saying that, I find more likely that I'll watch this again before I ever watch Little Buddha <laughs> yeah, again. Yeah. <laughs> but Little Buddha was as a film was at least it, it, it held itself together much more efficiently yeah. than this movie. This movie is a top to bottom garbage. Yeah, the the, so I'm the sticking with one. Little Buddha, you would never put on just to like revel in how bad it is. <laughs> but with Johnny Mnemonic, that's the way to watch it is like For putting sure. it on to like revel yeah. in how shit. And it if is. you're going to do that, then I give it three woes because it's even. I mean, it still doesn't quite hit the mark of that. But right. it's, it just sucks because there's so much potential in the movie. Yeah. Like it could have been great. That's it, why it's I a think whole like shadow run thing. Been you know, funny if they had just leaned into it being campy, it may have actually worked. Right, like. There's a, I mean, there's a lot of versions of the movie that I think would have been cool. And I like say Paul that, Hogan and Hulk Hogan. Yeah, well, that's obviously number one on the list. I, I, I mean, anything to add another film in Hulk Hogan's filmography. I mean, you got Suburban Commando, and then you got Johnny Mnemonic. I'm into it. Cool. Do you think um, he was up for the Dolph Lundgren part? I, I would assume so. Um, my, I'm gonna. I don't, the. So I said to you guys when we were taking a break that uh, this movie, more than probably any movie that we've at least done on this podcast, toes the line between love and hate more than anything else. Uh, Because I love how horrible it is. (laughs) And I love how much I hate it. You know what I mean? Like the fact that I hate it so much makes me feel good about myself. About yourself. Yeah. Okay. It makes me feel like I'm like validate your tastes. Yeah, I'm like, you know what? I'm doing all right. <laughs> you know? 
I, you didn't get that Johnny Mnemonic tattoo after all. You you know your life's doing better than it. Could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the dolphin with the fucking oh, lasers out the head. Yeah. I, so how is it possible that we're not talking exclusively about that dolphin this entire <laughs> time? It's got what's with the red eye? It has like a big like gumdrop eye. Yeah. Well, that's just a big LED light, dude. Right. It's a big light bulb. But that's what I mean. Like, what? What? Why? It was Flipper's grandpa or grand <laughs> grandson, great grandson, or something. Um, Fuck. I'm gonna come down right in between you guys. You're going two? I'm, yeah, I'm gonna go. Well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two. <laughs> two yeah, I'm gonna quarter, go two. Two and a quarter. Two and a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> Doing a nickel, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah, two. Simply for the fact that I think this movie would be fun to watch with like a group of pals. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I don't think I could ever watch it by myself again. Oh my but God. you could probably do a, com- a comic cinema myself. remix on it. Yeah, you could. Yes. I, it's a, we, I, how we didn't do that is it's a travesty. Frankly, it's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so two stars because I, I, I would two be. Woes. Two woes. Two woes. Yeah, two woes. Yeah, sorry. I'll edit that Get out. Get it straight. <laughs> Got it. Um, yeah, because I would like uh. to show this movie to like friends like if you know if they're, I'm gonna do like a bad movie night, Johnny Mnemonic would be up there on the list of uh, movies yeah. to show. It, it would, and if I hadn't just watched it, it would definitely be up there for. Yeah, I do want to do one of those very soon. Yeah, so that is uh, Johnny Mnemonic. Um, I feel, I feel like I've been zapped of all life force. Uh, this episode. Yeah, I mean that was pre- that was pretty exhausting. Cody, thanks for being here on your birthday. Oh yeah, yeah. happy birthday to you. Thanks, Duder. Um, it was good. It was good having you here for Johnny Mnemonic. Um, what do we have next? Next, we have. Um, I'm pulling it up right now. I should have had this done beforehand. I'm really sorry. Um, we have a the romance. Um. 1995, the 1995 romantic drama, uh, A Walk in the Clouds. Oh, mm-hmm. wait a minute. What is this one? It's uh, about a young soldier returning home from World War II who's looking to settle down and start a family with the woman he impulsively married just before enlisting. After she, after learning she is not what he imagined her to be, he heads north alone to Sacramento in search of work. Along the way, he meets a beautiful young woman who is heading home from college to her family's vineyard to help with the grape harvest. When he learns she is pregnant and was abandoned by her boyfriend, he offers to stand in as her husband so she can face her old world domineering father. They fall in love and face the angry rejection of their father together. This is like a novel, right? This is a novel turned into a film. It doesn't look. Oh, yes. It has to be there. That's way too much going on. Uh, Oh, it's actually based on another film, a 1942 Italian comedy drama film called Four Steps in the Clouds. I have a weird feeling I've seen this. You might have. It was a pretty big. I, I mean, I don't. Co-stars? Yeah, who's in it? Um, it is Keanu Reeves and uh, what? Uh, Itan Itana Sanchez, Go Gohin, and Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> the Zucker, Jer- David Zucker, and Jerry Zucker. Um, what? D- produced it. What? Um, Alfonso uh, Aru uh, directed it. I don't know what else he has done. Drama, historical. Yeah. Um, I know. What is Keanu doing in this movie? Is this an Italian film? It looks like it. Um, It's a, it's no, it's, it's an American movie. Um, I mean, it's produced by the Zucker, by 
David and Jerry Zucker. Um, so it's not good on Rotten Tomatoes. No, it's going to be a tough one for oh me because I hate God. movies. I hate historical romantic dramas no so shit. much, especially ones that are bad. Yeah. So this oh is going to no. be a rough one. I hate you. I hate <laughs> <you>. <laughs> uh, I can't wait. Um, <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't, I can't wait. <laughs> What are the next three? What are the next three? So we got this and the, then... The next three... So we have A Walk in the Clouds, Chain Reaction, um, and then we have uh, Feeling Minnesota, and then um, we have The Devil's Advocate, which when we'll, be, do, we'll a, be doing... When the fuck is The Lake House? The I, Lake House is much later. The Lake really? House... Yeah, The Lake House is in like 2006. It's after The Matrix? Yeah, way after. 2006. What? Yeah. I thought that was a 90s movie. There's a few no. There's a few movies between that. Dude, um, Chain Reaction is after this. I'm excited for Chain Reaction. Uh, I'm excited he for did some real dog shit here. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, so. Oh man. Uh, this is fun. I like. I like. <sighs> I liked talking about the movie a lot more than I liked the movie. Uh, yeah. Have I you guys ever true. discussed on air your guys' personal favorite Keanu Reeves films? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then later you can kind of. Yeah, yeah. We go back and be like, well, actually, my mind changed or. Well, that yeah. was our first episode. Our first episode. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, we kind of gave like an overview of what we liked, what we were like, what we hated, what we were excited to watch, and I see. stuff okay. like that. Um, but actually, already there's some movies that yeah. I th- that were unexpected that w- got really have catapulted to the top of my list. Mm. Catapult? Like which one? Like Permanent Record. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I really like Permanent yeah. Record. Yeah. Never heard of it. Never saw it. And, yeah, that's true. Uh, I like that one a lot, and I like Speed. Speed like is... my really good love for speed was renewed yeah big way it's really good it's a terrific action film yeah so yeah anyways all right well uh we'll see we'll talk to you next week oh boy uh (laughs) follow us on all the socials and stuff on instagram and facebook i'm just having an existential Uh, crisis at the next four movies (laughs) we're gonna die (laughs) i don't know man this is this is when this is your idea. All of this is your idea. Bro. You agreed to it. You I bitch. agreed to do it. <laughs> I agreed to it, but I'm putting it all on you. Okay, fine. Suck, suck, <laughs> suck a butt. Um, all right. Well, this is great. This is fun. Look forward to talking about a walk in the a clouds. Walk in the clouds. Can't do you? Wait. I, do you really look forward to that? I cannot wait, my friend. <laughs> do we have a guest? Should we? We should. We should make someone else watch this movie. With Tentatively, us. we do have a guest. Is it your wife? Yes. Make her do it. Is, is it, it really? Yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. god! I was just being silly. Oh yeah, she's gonna hate you even worse. Yeah. <laughs> all right. She's taking the kids. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? All right. Well. With uh, oh, yeah. with all that done, um, <laughs> thanks for listening. We'll thanks. see you next week. Uh, be excellent to each other and party on, dudes. Not one.